0: dot slash goddess.
1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Chakra Girl Radio with Amberlee Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice. Gurus and Gucci, we're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberlee Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It is Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, energy, and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF. I'm the founder of Chakra Girl Co., a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life, and activate your chakras. Today we are chatting with Gala Darling. I'm Trey excited about this episode. She is just the sexiest, most modern, mystic, author, speaker, teacher. She's out there to just help women love themselves, to be more confident, and to make more exciting choices. She's obsessed with law of attraction and manifesting and just wants everyone to make feeling good their priority. So definitely tune in, you guys. We're talking about tapping. So excited to talk about this topic. And we're talking about moving past fears. We're talking about self-confidence and doing shit that lights you up. We're also talking about spiritual orgasms to manifest and how to do that. I've had the pleasure of meeting Gala in person, and let me tell you, she is just a badass lady that knows what she wants and gets it. She just launched her second book, Radical Radiance, How to Make Love to the Universe and Manifest Anything. So when we recorded this episode, the book wasn't released yet, but it is released now. Go get it. We're linking it to you in the show notes. And I read her other book, Radical Self-Love, and it's just so, so good, guys. So go check it out. It. This episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl Meditation Bundle that I created just for you to tap into your chakra energy with me every single day, Halla. because you know, when you activate your energy, when you activate your chakras, you're literally just kicking yourself into action. So you can move forward. You can launch that business or that new project. You can go from hot mess to mega success and look damn radiant doing it. So there's a meditation in there to open up each chakra plus a chakra cleansing meditation, plus a bonus audio on how to meditate. Because if you're a beginner, you just need to learn how. But this is for all levels. If you are totally new to meditating, or if you are a seasoned meditator but wanting to open up the chakras a little bit more, this is for you. Podcast listeners get $10 off with the promo code podcast. So just go to shockergirlco.com, click meditations in the top navigation, and then meditate with me, y'all. And if you're looking for a next level chakra activation, check out Chakras and Crystals 101, which is a major in-depth course that teaches you about all the chakras, applied practices, and exercises to get unblocked with things like money issues, insecurities, guilt, shame, fear of putting yourself out there. And if you get the course first, it's a double whammy because you get the meditations as well. So go to ChakraGirlCo.com slash courses and select Chakras and Crystals 101. Okay, guys, I'm home from Paris and London. I'm just so freaking happy to be home, but also happy that I had such an amazing trip. You guys obsessed with Paris, like want to move there yesterday. London loved it as well. Like I was worried that I wouldn't like it because don't hate on me, but I'm not a huge New York person and everyone's like, oh, it's just like New York. And I'm like, rats and cockroaches. Thanks. But it wasn't, it was clean. It was nice. I loved it. It has a vibe. It was so posh. Like we did high tea at the Ritz because, you know, when in London, um, and I just totally loved it. I actually am doing a full recap. I already have posted my LA recap for the Revolve event and all the amazing podcast interviews that I did at the Dear Media studio. And I am posting a Paris recap. It will be posted by the time you hear this. Fingers crossed. And a London recap will be coming soon. So go to Shocker Girl Co. Click on, click, kick on. Oh my God. Like blog and podcast. And then if you scroll down, you'll see all the recent posts. I'm calling it Chakra Bible. I know I've gone back and forth about what to call the blog. I'm going for it and going big, calling it Chakra Bible. So that's that's what that is. <laughs> um, and with the LA recap, you can actually shop my looks and the Paris recap as well. You can shop my looks. And You can, I'm giving you like the best things to do in LA, Paris and London, the best places to eat, what I wore, what we did, the shenanigans we got up to, because let me tell you, there were shenanigans and I'm giving you all the dirty details. There is a new moon in Virgo, you guys, right now. We're going into fall and I'm really feeling the feels of wanting to declutter and only do things that serve me. So I'm like purging clothes. I'm saying no to things. I'm re my calendar in all areas of my life and it just feels really, really good. Only high vibe things from now on. I'm actually creating a free high vibe menu for you guys. So when you're feeling shitty, you resort to the menu and it's sorted by like how much time you have. If you're like, okay, I feel like shit. I only have five minutes to I have to go to my next meeting. What can I do? And I give you five minute things, 10 minute things, half an hour things, hour, and then two hour plus. So I've got you guys covered, but I want to know your best high vibe tips. How do you raise your vibes when you're in a rut? DM me at shocker girl co on Instagram and let me know. I've got a ton of good things in there, but I want to know your secrets. Um, This is something that we chatted about on the episode with Lauren Everts for the Skinny Confidential, um, name dropping, doing it. And go listen to that episode as well because it was so, so good. And yeah, I kind of told her that I have the high five menu for myself and I do. I have like a list in my phone. I'm like, why not fancy pants this up, package it give it to you guys for free and you guys can raise your vibes. So doing it. Stay tuned. Okay. Let's get into the chakra tip. Elite Shungite baths. So this tip was given to us by Heather Askinosy from the Energy Muse. She has an episode as well. Go check it out. And I am literally doing this almost every single day now. I'm adding a bath to my daily ritual. I'm adding the elite shungite. So you basically put it in the bath, let it soak in for a bit. Then you hop in and it just cleanses your energy. So I'm going to read you what it says on the Energy Muse website about elite shungite. So it says an elite shungite stone is known as the stone of fruition. As it brings forth positive blessings and positive results, it helps you know what is beneficial for a better and healthier future. The Shungite metaphysical properties are said to infuse your aura with light, allowing only positive, beneficial energies to reach you. It is also a very powerful protection stone, especially from EMFs and for psychic protection, making it a very beneficial stone to place by your electronics like computers, mobile phones, and televisions. So I feel like because I've been using it. That's why I'm like, I'm purging everything. I'm getting rid of anything that's not high vibe. And because it sounds like, it helps, you know, what's beneficial for a better and healthier future. And you know what? Clutter ain't helping. I'm also having a feng shui person come in more on that later. If you have questions, let me know. Actually, I want to know. Yeah, I'm doing this. Message me your feng shui questions because I don't even know where to start. Like she's going to come to my house and I want to have like, I want to sound like I know what I'm talking about. Cause I definitely don't. So let me know what you know. Can you guys just like give me a crash course? Thanks. Damn me. Um, okay. Chakra shout out this adorbs, adorbs brand Luna and quartz. Oh, okay. They have like amazing home stuff and just cute little spiritual tools. So I got their, energy clearing spray. Cause let's face it, I don't want to be like inhaling sage smoke every single day. And I just don't want my hair to smell like sage. I mean, not every day anyways, but so you just kind of like spray it around the room and it like cleanses the energy. So it smells amazing too. So I literally pretty much every single morning I make the bed and then I spray it around the bedroom. I also got a roller. It's called I Focus Pocus. Or no, it's just called Focus Pocus. I don't know. I'm calling it I Focus Pocus. I'm making it personal. Um, and it's an attention potion. So it has oils and crystals and it helps you focus and conquer the day. It smells so good and totally works. I swear I like worked for hours. I mean, like I work for hours all the time, all the time. Let's be real. But I mean... It works. It works. I also got a um, lotion called Elements for Tension, Stress, and Anxiety. Smells so good. I put it on before bed. And yeah, I mean, I've been having the best sleeps also, might I add, not totally related, but kind of related. I've been sleeping so well that I've been waking up at 6 a.m. Guys, that is like huge for me. It's because I'm like still kind of having weird... See, I don't really have jet lag, but... I've been just getting up early. Good for me. I'm an adult now. Look at that. So go check out Luna and Quartz. Get some adorable things that are just going to up your spiritual game. They're going to align your chakras. Oh, I also got a citrine soap, which is so good because my solar plexus needs love. And so why not love myself in the shower? You know what I mean? speaking of spiritual orgasms. Okay. Going too far, going too far. One more thing. God, this is a long intro. Go rate and review the podcast, please. Someone rated me one star, like WTF. So I need like a million people to go and rate me five stars to cancel out this person. So please go do it. It'll take you two seconds. You can do it now. There's going to be music playing very shortly. That's going to lead you into the intro. Just click the podcast, find me, rate me, review me, say something nice. Words of affirmations, my love language, and just I can't with a four point five, guys. Like this isn't cool. (sighs) Love you, mean it. Let's get into this episode with the lovely Gala Darling. Welcome back everybody to Shocker Girl Radio. So pumped about today's episode. We're here today with Gala Darling. She is just this super sexy, modern mystic. She's an author, a speaker, and she just teaches women to love themselves and to be more confident and to make more exciting choices. And I'm just so obsessed with her and everything that she's all about. I actually read her first book, Radical Self Love, and I just immediately knew I had to connect with her and her message. She's just literally making women change the way they see themselves, which is so needed. She's such an inspiration. She puts out the best content. You guys have to check her out. Welcome Gala. Hi. So nice to be here. Oh my God. So happy. Okay. So let's get into our slumber party questions. What is your daily ritual?
1: My daily ritual. So really my only daily ritual is I have a magical morning practice. And my magical morning practice is all about manifesting the life of my dreams and also about being grateful. Do you want me to tell you what that is right now or should I hold it? I want to know. Okay. So the original way that I started doing this was by making a voice memo. So when I wake up in the morning, I open the voice memo app on my phone and I start talking and I record myself talking about what I'm grateful for, which might go for a minute or two. Then I talk about what I desire for my day, but I phrase it in the past tense as if it's already happened. So for example, I would say, For my daily desire, I had the most amazing day. I went to an art show. It was really beautiful. I hung out with a friend. I hung out with my lover. I went to yoga, this, that, the other thing, whatever. So that would be the second part of it. So the first part is gratitude. The second part is your daily desire. And the third part is your future desire. And you also phrase that in the past tense. So then you would say, and for my future desire, I am so happy to be living in California. I'm so excited about my book tour that's going on. I'm so happy to be in this beautiful marriage or whatever it is that you're desiring. And then, here's the kicker, you stop recording and you send it to a friend. Oh, somebody, I love
0: that.
1: Yes, you send it to somebody who is like on the same vibe as you, who is excited about your goals and will never say anything about your dreams that's negative and then they hear it, they listen to it, and they send you one back. So this practice is something that I've developed over the past year or so with a friend of mine. We we're living in on opposite coasts at the time. It's funny, actually, now I'm in California and she's in New York, which is hilarious. Mm. But, um, and you, this is like a really amazing way to build a friendship and also to really get in tune with your desires, because I find that a lot of us are not really aware of what we're wanting on a daily basis, we're kind of, you know, nose to the grindstone, getting through our to-do list, getting it all done, but we're not spending a lot of time dreaming about what would make our lives more fun, more interesting, more exciting. And this is an opportunity to really explore that. And because you're doing it every day, you eventually you start to think like, oh, I want more than just like, I want a good launch. You know, you start thinking like, I want this, I want that. And it's beautiful to desire more for your life. It's a, It's a beautiful thing.
0: Totally. So like eventually, like yeah. once you get through all the kind of little things, it's like you get to really think big, like hashtag yacht life. <laughs> like, exactly. You know, yeah. and like those are things that you wouldn't necessarily think of right away. You kind of have to get all of the. It's like you're raising the bar of your desires.
1: Exactly, or it's like when you go to the beach and there's that seaweed when you first walk into the water, but once you get past the seaweed, that's where it gets really juicy and the waves are big. Oh, you bit, it's really, I love it's more that. Sandy and lovely. But it's also a really powerful manifesting practice because you're stating things in the past tense as if it's already done. And -hmm. when you do that, like you trick your brain into feeling like it's already been done. It makes things possible in your mind and it is super powerful. And I've been sharing about this practice for a couple of months now. And the people who have been trying it are getting the most amazing results and it's becoming a really integral part of their day. So I really recommend to anyone who wants to step up their manifesting, like this is the way to do it.
0: Oh my God, okay, I'm excited about this. It's literally like planting the seeds to manifest every damn Absolutely. Day. Okay, we're, we're all gonna do it now. Okay, what is your go-to crystal? Rose quartz, amethyst, and citrine. I cannot pick between the
1: three. Oh gosh, I know, it depends on the day, right? Totally. Rose quartz is the radical self-love stone, but I have so much amethyst in my house, and citrine is just great for manifesting and prosperity and abundance. Actually, one of my favorite stones is ametrine, which is amethyst fused with citrine. Yes,
0: that is my favorite too. I love ametrine, and it's so beautiful. It's purple and it's shot through with gold. Like It doesn't get better than that. It literally doesn't get better. I need to use mine more often. I have it on my desk, so I kind of forget to use it in my morning ritual, but I've got to move it mm. this time.
1: That being said, I'm wearing like three crystal bracelets right now that I bought two weeks ago when I got to LA. So I'm wearing Labradorite, Pyrite, and Angel Oroquats. And mm-hmm. these three are serving me
0: extremely well while I'm here. It has okay. to be said. It's happening. Mm-hmm. The vibes are working mm-hmm. in LA. Mm hmm, for sure. Do you have a certain chakra that you're working on right now?
1: Yes, heart chakra. And in mm. fact, the other day I bought a green heart chakra singing bowl that I love. Mm. And I bought the singing bowl and I thought, I'm really in LA now. Like, Yes, you just here ball. I am. <laughs> like,
0: you're doing it. You're it's doing your initiation. It. Totally. Um, I've been using a green, uh, what is it called? shit. I don't know. A green crystal. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll link you guys to it that I got in my moon box. I could get a monthly subscription, of ritual, mm-hmm. um, tools. And I was just using it cause it was like in the box and they said, you're supposed to use it, but I swear my husband's being way nicer to me. So it's working.
1: <laughs> yeah, amazing. Whatever works. <laughs> whatever works. I'm, I'm a fan of whatever works.
0: Yeah. Not that he's like ever not nice to me, but like, he's being like extra nice to me. So I'm down. I love Um, it. Okay. What is your go-to summer cocktail? I love a tequila sunrise. Yes. I knew that about you.
1: Actually, we drank those together. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Good one. Tequila sunrise all day. I love tequila because it just makes me excitable.
0: Yes. I've been drinking tequila lately because I'm pretending that I'm keto and being low carb. (laughs) And I'm actually really liking it. Like I feel, yeah, it's an upper apparently. It is an upper. Okay. Definitely,
1: it makes me feel really good. Except okay. for when I drink too much of it, then yeah. it makes me feel like I want to. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, what is a beauty hack that you're into right now?
1: Mm, beauty hack. Good question. Hmm. I'm really into fake tan. So um, the way to fake tan effectively is to use two or three products at a time and layer them. That way your color looks multi-dimensional. It doesn't look like one shade or tone. This is the way of the future. Yes, seriously. okay, yeah.
0: such a good one. So what brand yep. is it?
1: So I have a few. I like to use, I can't remember the brand of it, but I use a an all over, body tanner, like a a normal one, kind of like, you could use St. Tropez, like that kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. I use that the first day. Then the second day, when I get out of the shower, I use a tan towel all over, and then I top it up with Kiehl's tanning lotion. Oh, is like the way of the future, and I use the Kiehl's tanning lotion on my face every single day after my moisturizer, and it just keeps my face glowing. And beautiful
0: oh my god okay I'm gonna to need to get mm-hmm. on this tip um, <laughs> because we'll talk about this later but people were really mm. shading my Dior visor so now <laughs> I have just had to have my face in the Sun and I don't want to have my face in the Sun so I've got to. no guess. don't have your face in the Sun I know you don't so. want you'll look like a handbag like do <laughs> not have your face in the Sun it's all about a hat <laughs> Oh, All about a hat. I'm either I gonna the get the Dior visor or I'm gonna look like a Dior handbag, and we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I said go for the visor.
1: I was at the pool yesterday and I wore a baseball cap the whole fucking time. There's no way.
0: There's no right. Way. I know, mm-hmm. and the worst mm-hmm. is when the top of your head gets burnt. Oh, I've never had that, but that sounds terrible. It's terrible.
1: Okay. The thing is, like, we spend so much time and money on skincare and cosmetics. Why would you then put your face in the sun voluntarily? That is exactly. not smart. You got to cover that shit. An ounce of prevention is
0: worth a something, a pound of cure. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Just look after your face. Yes, guys. That is the ultimate beauty hack. Mm-hmm. Okay, so- enough girl talk. Let's talk about all the amazing things that you've created. How did you get started on your journey? The journey of my business or the journey of me being like a manifest? Yeah. Let's talk about your journey being a manifester.
1: So I'm really lucky. I grew up that both my parents were really into new age thought and my dad would listen to like Wayne Dyer tapes and he would meditate and I would be like you're just napping this is bullshit <laughs> um and my mother is really into positive thought and affirmations and they kind of always told me like you can do whatever you want you can be whoever you want to be and nothing is off limits and having that as a grounding foundational principle when you're growing up there's nothing better than that and that's so fundamental to who I am and you know when I was a goth teenager and I was depressed and I was moody I didn't understand that and I didn't really pay attention to it but the older I get the more I realize how important your mindset is and so this is stuff that I've always really intrinsically known thanks to my parents and as I get older and really in my mid 20s onwards, I started to really apply these principles. Firstly, by really getting into gratitude and then kind of exploring it from there and exploring manifesting and what I could create in my life. So it's kind of always been with me, but I just started to take it more seriously once I was in my mid 20s and I had moved on from my eating disorder and the depression that had been, you know, like hanging over my life like a dark cloud for such a long time.
0: So what do you think spiritually were like the number one things that got you over that dark time?
1: The number one thing that got me over it was tapping, which is also known as EFT or emotional freedom technique. I used that technique to completely dismantle all of those things, eating disorder, depression, um, you know, like crippling insecurity and self-doubt and lack of self-confidence And when I started my website in 2006, I had so much self doubt and so many questions about like, can I really do this? Am I good enough? Who am I to put my ideas out there? And like, how dare I stand up and and say what I believe and be so confident, all of those things. And every time I had one of those limiting beliefs come up, I would tap on it and it would go away. And I really attribute my success and my, I feel like my business grew so rapidly I really attribute it to tapping every day and clearing out the resistance I had and the blocks that I had. It really is a number one thing. And then second of all is gratitude. Like if you have tapping and gratitude, there is nothing that you cannot do in your life. Mm,
0: So true. So what are your Mm -hmm. best like tapping resources for people who've never done it or are kind of unsure?
1: Well, I have a lot of videos about it now on YouTube. I have a new series I've been doing called High Vibe Honey, where I pull tarot cards for the week. I say what's coming and then we tap on the resistance we might have. So say, for example, the nine of cups comes up, which is the ultimate wish card. It says that everything you could dream of is going to come to you, but you might have resistance around it. You might think like, is it really going to come to me? And like, when is it going to come to me? And am I worthy? Do I deserve it? Et cetera. So we tap together. So I literally talk you through it. I do it with you on screen. So Mm -hmm. it's one of the easiest ways to learn how to tap. And then I also love Brad Yates. He's on YouTube as well. Brad Yates. He's the best. um, He's amazing. He has so many tapping videos. He's a fantastic resource. And then of course, Nick and Jessica Otner are kind of like the OGs of bringing tapping to the modern age. And they're really great too.
0: Nick and Jessica, what's their last name? Ortner. O-R-T-N-E-R. O-R-T-N-E-R. Okay, we're going to link you guys mm-hmm. to this. Cool. Amazing. So all the tapping, what was your journey like? Like, So you were going through this dark time. Was the, Had the business started yet or where were you at? No, I was living in New Zealand. I think I was,
1: what was I doing? I was working at like a telecommunications company. I was doing data entry. Like, I hated my life. Yeah. And I started dating this guy who I really liked. And he kind of said to me, you know, I know, like, you have an eating disorder and you're depressed and shit, but you have to do something about this because I can't be with you if you're like this. It's too hard. And, like, you're better than this. Like, you have so much potential. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. And he found out about tapping online. And he basically, like... Pisted me into trying it. And I wanted to be in the relationship so much that I eventually tried it, you know? And yeah. I think sometimes those are the things that push us to do the things that we wouldn't necessarily do for ourselves. I was like, oh, I really need him to love me in the way that I need him to
0: love me. And so, yeah, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Yeah, and that and that was- kinda, it kind of goes back to like give them what they want and then give them what they need. Like, he, you, you mm-hmm. thought that you were just doing it to stay in the relationship, but it was actually. Really- so much deeper than that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And so once I did all that tapping and I really rewired my brain, I believe that's what tapping is, it's rewiring your brain um, that's when he and I then moved to Australia and then I started my website. So Mm. I already had like tapping under my belt. Like there's no way I could have started my blog while I was still depressed, still not eating, still like couldn't show my legs in
0: public. Like there's just no way I could have done that at the time. So what was the light bulb that made you go from, okay, I'm doing this and it's working for me to, I need to share this with the world.
1: Um, it happened quite easily because I'd been journaling online since about 1997 and just like totally oversharing my life. And I was really accustomed to telling people what was going on with me. And so making the shift from like having an online journal essentially to writing an article and teaching people how to do the things that were working for me was a really easy step. Mm. And... Um, I always wanted to start a magazine and I thought, okay, well, I'll start a blog and I'll see if it works. And if it does, then I'll do a magazine. And the blog was so fun and simple and I got instant feedback that I really just honed that instead. And it's been, you know, the most amazing thing for me.
0: Mm, I love that. So then as you kind of moved on and created amazing things, what have been some other blocks that you've been able to work through?
1: I think there are blocks at every level. Like every time you're pushing into something bigger, there's going to be resistance. There's going to be fear. There's going to be, you know, fear of failure. And so every little step I've made where it's like, first I had my blog for free and then I started to sell advertising on the side of it so I could have some income. And then I started to create products and I, I sold products to my audience. Like that was a big fear as well. And then I moved to New York City and that was a block. And then, you know, it just, there's always more and more and more resistance. And, and every time you try something new, are you up level? There's going to be some resistance there. And I really just see it now as part of the game. I know that every time I push myself, I'm going to be afraid of the response. I'm going to be afraid of, is this going to work or not? And that's really part of it. And you have to kind of learn to make friends with that uncertainty and be comfortable in it.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's something that so many people don't do. There's just so many women out there that I see they like they have some kind of block come up or they start to get too busy and they start to panic and then they just stop. And it's like you can't. Like this is what it's about.
1: Right. And
0: yes. I just I just think the women that keep going are the ones that succeed.
1: Absolutely. Like, you know, when I started my blog, there were so many other people that were blogging at the time and you know, I could give you a list of like three people who are still doing it from when I was doing it. Yeah, they all exactly. tap out, you know, like they get afraid or they get too much negative criticism or they get too afraid of, you know, pleasing their audience or whatever and they just stop. And you have to know that every time something scares you, it's a sign that you're on the right path, like that you're going in the right direction. It's not a sign that something's wrong. And the second thing is that, the more that you push yourself and the more fears come up, even when the fears come up and you push through it, there's momentum in that. And you yeah. have to keep the ball rolling. And when you stop and you procrastinate and you get fearful, you slow your progress down so much. So you really have to keep pushing through. If you want to get to wherever you want to get to, Like, why not do your best to be the absolute best at what you do? There's no reason why you can't be that person. The only reason is that you're afraid to try. Mm
0: -hmm. And I feel like those fears that come up, you almost have to put yourself in like this worst case scenario. Like literally what Mm -hmm. is the worst thing that could happen and then be okay Mm -hmm. with that. And like, love yourself so much and like, hold on to your desires so closely that the worst case scenario doesn't even scare you anymore because you're going to keep doing you regardless. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think that people have this idea about self-esteem or self-confidence that it's just something that people have, either you have it or you don't. But what I've discovered is that it's the result of the choices that you make and the actions that you take. Mm-hmm. So actually, the more things that you do that scare the shit out of you, the more faith you will have
0: in yourself so that you know that if something catastrophic happens, that you can fucking handle it. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, I think I know for myself, like every single time I do something scary, I'm getting stronger. And I don't doubt myself nearly as much. Not to say I don't ever get insecure anymore. I don't ever get Mm -hmm. scared anymore. I do. But then you can kind of bring it back to, well, I overcame this other thing or I built this Mm -hmm. amazing thing. And you just know. But until you do the first thing and take the first step and do the first scary thing, you're never going to know your potential. Right.
1: And I think if you look at like a worst case scenario, the worst case scenario is like, you're going to go bankrupt and you're going to have to move in with your parents or one of your friends. Yeah. And honestly, would that really be that bad? I don't know, man. If I moved in with my parents, like... They would drive me crazy, but I could just like lie on the couch and watch E! all day. Home-cooked like, meals. Like, home-cooked those, meals. That <laughs> they would buy the groceries. Like, you know, it's really not that terrible. And I could lie there
0: and I could strategize and think about what I want to do next. hundred like, percent. And then the, there's actually like, ever, like a, no. Nothing is ever really that bad. No, and there's actually a counseling technique. I can't remember what it's called, but mm-hmm. you literally that's what you do is you think of the worst case scenario and you like get mm-hmm. grounded in it and like know that it's okay. yeah, um, so I mean, you don't want to like think about it too much because you'll manifest it, but <laughs>
1: but, oh. but become exactly. okay with it um, exactly and you look at all the things that you've been through in your life, and you know I've been married, I've been divorced, I've lived in different countries, and like you know, when you've been through a few things that are harrowing or
0: maybe not what you hoped for, you realize that you are fucking strong as hell. Mm -hmm. And I think we've all been through shit. So rather than Mm -hmm. hiding it and being ashamed of it, be like, yeah, this happened. I owned it and Mm -hmm. I got through it. Yeah, totally. So where does the manifesting come into play with everything that you've created? I mean, it's a hundred percent.
1: Like, Obviously, I also believe in hard work and integrity and creating the best possible experiences for people and all of those things. And I think that you can see that throughout what I do and through the products I create and the books and the events and all the things that I do. I think that's quite clear. But I also believe that you can get a lot done by just putting your hands into it and working your ass off but I think you can get so much more done so much more easily when you split your attention between your action in the physical world and your action in the metaphysical world Mm -hmm. and action in the metaphysical world to me is about meditation, gratitude, visualization, and it's really about mental and emotional discipline. So -hmm. when you find yourself thinking thoughts that are not satisfying, you either change the subject or you figure out a way to feel good about it. Mm -hmm. And that is Honestly, like my full time job is feeling good. Yeah. And when I feel when I feel good, everything fucking works. I felt really good about today. I woke up early. I woke up at five fifty-five. Of course I did. And I was lying in bed. I hand wrote a gratitude list. I did my magical morning practice. I got ready. And my day has been like this beautiful, seamless flow of inspiration or inspired thought leading to inspired action, everything just working out, being able to find what I needed easily and joyfully. And, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you have a choice about where you're going to put your attention. You can put your attention on a thought that's satisfying or a thought that's dissatisfying. And it's like rolling a snowball down a hill. If you roll it down the dissatisfying side, you will only attract more of that. Your thoughts will become more and more dissatisfying. At the end of the day, you will feel like total shit and you'll just want to mm-hmm. like drink your cares away and kick your dog. But <laughs> if, if you push the snowball of the satisfying thought, those thoughts can build momentum too. And why not do that? And the reason that most people do, don't do it is because firstly, they're not aware that it's a choice. And secondly, they haven't been taught that disciplining their mind is the most important skill that you can learn. And mm-hmm. it's a skill. It's something that you have to practice all day long, mm-hmm. but it is so
0: worth it. Oh my God. So and worth it. And it's like it. the thoughts. So do you still, I mean, for someone who has been practicing this for a long time, do you still get those negative thoughts and like, how do of you around quickly? Of course I do. So
1: the thing that's interesting is that the more that you practice it, the less tolerance you have for a shitty thought. Mm -hmm. So you'll become really like, as soon as you have that thought and you realize you've had it, like, you know, it's really about being aware of your thoughts. So meditation really helps you. When you're aware that you're having a dissatisfying thought, you have even less tolerance for it than you used to. So I can catch it really quickly and I can either change the subject in my mind or do something to reset. So I had a, like a couple, like a, maybe a week and a half ago, I woke up and I just didn't feel very good. I was choosing this, these dissatisfying thoughts and I thought, you know what, I'm going to spend my day resetting my vibration. So I did, you know, that day I meditated twice, I went to the gym, I went for a walk, I did all these little things that I knew were going to make me feel better and it really worked. Yeah. And obviously not everybody has the luxury of being able to do what I did, which is to take a day to reset your vibration. But there are things you can do, take like a five minute nap or just like meditate or have an orgasm or Mm -hmm. anything that you can do to reset your vibration is so important.
0: So that's another thing I want to talk about. I'm glad you brought that up because in your book, you talk so much about like masturbation and orgasms. So where does that come into play in spirituality?
1: I think, well, there's a lot of people walking around in yoga pants who seem like dead below the waist. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. It's sad. It's, it bums me out. Like sexuality is such a beautiful part of life and, you know, learning what you like and learning not to be afraid of it. And, and like having sex with someone that really honors you and thinks you're a fucking goddess is the best feeling. And if you don't like the people that you're sleeping with, why are you sleeping with them? Mm -hmm. It's a holy act. And the thing that has really thrilled me lately is meeting men who are as into magic and spirituality as I am. And then you can use your sexuality as a space to do magic. Mm -hmm. That's some real shit right there. And That's a beautiful thing. And you're not going to be able to do that unless you trust the people you're with. So it's really
0: all of these things come together where it's like you have to learn to trust yourself and you have to learn to trust your judgment of other people. And when you're having an orgasm, it's actually one of the most powerful times to manifest.
1: Exactly. Visualize what you want at the moment of orgasm.
0: Oh my gosh. That's such a good tip. So women out there, if you are not sleeping with the right guys, you know, you got to cut that shit off and just go masturbate and manifest. Absolutely. Like every single
1: time I masturbate, it's a magical practice. Every single time I'm visualizing what I want.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. It's, it's, it's becoming part of my daily ritual. That's great. It should be, it should be. Why not marry the two things together?
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: really powerful. Well, and it's like sacral chakra power as well. Your feminine energy is literally in your sacral chakra, which are your sex organs. And it just like pumps it all out. Mm, I love that. Okay. I love it. So let's talk more about your book. How did that whole process go? Um, What made you think, okay, I need to write a book? And then what happened? Mm -hmm. Okay. So
1: this is a weird story i started writing that book in about 2008 2009 and initially it was my way of writing a book on a deadline so i sold the book to my audience it was my first digital product ever i sold it to them as a serial so every month i would release a new chapter which forced me to be on a deadline Mm -hmm. And people could buy one chapter at a time or they could subscribe and get the whole thing. So every month I would release a chapter which forced me to write this book. Every month was like 20,000 words and it was a whole thing. So I did these 12 chapters, I was really happy with them. And then I wanted to sell it as an actual book. But back then, it must have been around 2010 or so, I took it to some publishers and they just didn't get it. Like they didn't understand radical self-love body positivity wasn't really a movement yet. Like I was just a little bit too soon for people to really understand what it was. Mm. And then a few years later when they were interested again, I decided that I wanted to do it my way. And so I self-published the book and the pre-sales on Amazon were so crazy. as like a number one Amazon bestseller overnight that Hay House contacted me and said, we'd love to publish your book. Mm. So I fulfilled the self-published orders for like two months and then they took it over and they published it. So the book's actually been published three
0: times in total, which is really crazy. Um, crazy. So did they change, when, when Hay House published it, did they change stuff or were they like, you you did something right, we're just going to leave it as is? <laughs> they made a few minor changes. Um,
1: we did a little bit of editing. We changed the last chapter quite a lot, but the rest of it was pretty much intact And they were really great about letting me keep my cover and my design elements and stuff because the thing that I was most concerned about really was making sure that the book looked and felt like me and my brand because I've worked so hard on it for so long. I wanted it to be really cohesive Mm -hmm. and they were super cool with that. So it was a really easy process and I'm very grateful to them.
0: Oh, so nice. And you're writing some other books hmm I am. I'm writing a
1: book right now about manifesting and feeling good, which as you can tell, is like my passion. It's my subject. It's my shit. I love it. And um, that I'm going to be releasing that in a new, like a really interesting format quite soon, like in a month or so. And um, I don't want to reveal too many details, but I'm very excited about it.
0: Okay, we are excited too. If you guys haven't read Radical Self-Love, definitely go get it. And it literally just is it just has the most beautiful reminders in it that I don't know. I'll let you explain like what what was your kind of vision behind it and what's your objective for the people who read it?
1: My vision for this book was that it would be like if your best friend was teaching you how to love yourself. You know, the tone is really easy and conversational. I don't talk down to anybody and I wanted it to be appropriate for like a 15 year old girl and a 35 year old woman. So it's just really friendly and I just wanted it to be something that would teach you easy, tangible ways that you can learn to love yourself and learn to appreciate who you are because so many women either never learn it or they learn it when they're like 40 years old. And by then you could have been so happy about your life for such a long time. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I was depressed, when I had an eating disorder, my life was so shrunken down. And on the other side of that, I just feel like that was such a waste of my time. I was so turned off from my own beauty and from the beauty of the world. And now I'm really making up for lost time. And I wanna help other women do the same thing. I don't want them to waste their time feeling bad about themselves. It's such a bummer.
0: Yeah, and I think the vulnerability in your book makes it so relatable and makes people wanna learn from you because you're very clear about what you went through and exactly Mm. how you overcame it. Thank you, I appreciate that. So tell us about radical rituals. So Radical
1: Rituals Abundance is my most popular course ever, and I think that's because it teaches you how to manifest money, and literally everybody on the planet is like, I could use more of that. So Radical Rituals Abundance is two weeks of lessons. You get one emailed to you every day, and they're really simple tasks or activities or rituals that you can do to just change your money mindset. There's some tapping videos in there. There's some feng shui. There's some Like there's all kinds of stuff in there and it's different every day. And I people do amazing things with this class. Like my best friend just took the class and she manifested $25,000 within the two weeks. I was like, yes, bitch, you did that. I had a woman who manifested $100,000 in the two weeks that she took the class. Okay,
0: I saw that. I was like (laughs) "MG," and it was the most random way.
1: So random, so random. And I get emails from people all the time who are just manifesting crazy things. And, you know, abundance isn't just about money in your bank account, although obviously it can be that. But people are, you know, changing their beliefs about their career and their job. And they're really just upgrading their lives. And I've had people email me and say, you know, I did the cost and like, I just went on a vacation and I got upgraded everywhere I went. and. It's really about changing your relationship to abundance and wealth yeah. and standing differently within it. And we have to believe that we're worthy and that it's coming to us and that it's all good. And when we can stop being stressed out about money, it flows to us so much more easily. And um, and that's what I teach in this class.
0: So what do you say, I mean, I get this all the time, I assume mm-hmm. you probably do too, but what do you say to the people that say that spiritual or money is not spiritual.
1: Oh, get over it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I, I, I want to
1: say to them <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really sad belief and yeah. it means you're going to be trapped in scarcity for the rest of your life. I don't believe that you have to be on the poverty line in order to be a good person. And there's a million people out there who have a lot of money who have done a lot of good look at Oprah. Look at Beyonce. Look at Jay Z like these are people who do amazing things with their money, you know, Jay Z gets men out of prison Beyonce. like, uh, I mean, Oprah opens schools like these are people who are doing beautiful things with their money. And that's the most spiritual thing I can think of is to help other people.
0: Totally. So, well, and even to, and even by living whatever life you want and like being able to travel, being able to like wear nice clothes, like that's inspiring people too. inspiring them to know that they can create a life that they want. And at the end of the day, you need to be expressing yourself. And I think the clothes we wear, the lifestyle we live, is a reflection of how we're feeling. So I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but I want to like be wearing really rich-looking stuff and feel really rich, um, mm-hmm. and not just you know money rich. I want to feel abundant. I want to feel powerful. And mm-hmm. you know, you got to express yourself.
1: Yeah, Donna said so it so
0: <laughs> Yes, she did. Um, amazing. So okay. Let's go into manic moments and manifesting. Okay. We're going to talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested. And I'm going to go first. And I brought it up a little bit before the visor (laughs) situation. Talk to me (laughs) about the Dior visor. The Dior visor, you guys. I have to say to 50% of you come on, guys. Trying to protect myself. Okay, it wasn't a meltdown. I was literally laughing the whole time, but there was a part of me that really had me questioning everything. I was like, "Well, maybe I don't have good fashion sense. Maybe I'm a little (laughs) bit too up there." But the end of the day, what I learned. Okay, and for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, I posted a photo of myself in a Dior visor at the Dior store, and I did. I made the stupid mistake of doing an Instagram poll. You <laughs> liked it, and if, like more people said no, don't buy it, than people that said yeah. And I was like, what is going on? Even my husband said no, and I was like, oh. okay. And um, it was just so funny, and I was just having some people messaging me, being like, I love it those other people don't know what they're talking about. And one other girl was messaging me calling it Visorgate 2018 and a big conspiracy <laughs> against me. And oh my God, it was just so funny, but there was a part of me that had me questioning myself. So what I learned is to just trust my intuition. I don't yes. need to ask people for their opinions. Cause if you walk into something unsure, People are going to doubt you like their own fears are going to come up and they're going to make them doubt you. But if I was to like, just buy that visor and post it and be like, I got this fucking sick visor and I'm like rocking it. People would be like, wow, she is rocking it. But I showed the doubt. So trust Mm -hmm. your intuition guys and rock what you want to rock. You know, what is so
1: funny is that I have an almost identical story from yesterday where I went to the Gucci store a little while ago and tried on these sunglasses that, they like take up half my face. Oh, I saw
0: those, I saw those. They look awesome.
1: I love them. I look like I'm in a Daft Punk music video. Like they're so over the top. And I posted them with a poll because I wanted to see what people thought. And literally like 50% of people were like, what the fuck, no. (laughs) Like 49% of people were like, OMG, yes. And I shared the results and I was like, controversial. I was like, by the way, I'm definitely getting them. Like, oh I knew God. I was getting them before I put the poll up there, but I was just yeah. interested to see what people thought and I'm going to rock the fuck out of them. Rock
0: the people. fuck I out of them. I love them. them. So They're we learned So ridiculous. We don't need to question mm-hmm. people. We just need no. to, we don't need, no, no more Instagram polls. Make your own decisions. The good, <laughs> the good news is that I
1: really don't give a fuck about the opinions of people on the internet. So it actually... No
0: matter at all you know no. what i mean like i trust
1: my taste more I, than strangers
0: yeah and i do now too i'm feeling a lot better <laughs> about it um Good. getting the visor fyi um do it i'm a hundred percent am i'm like it's gonna feel even better now it is you're gonna be like every time you wear it you're gonna be like and fuck you guys exactly, exactly. i'm doing me yeah but i also love you because you're my followers <laughs> well yeah that too but yeah but also fuck you <laughs> oh just kidding guys um okay what i manifested okay so this is kind of like a funny thing i it was my anniversary yesterday and um randomly i was like looking at this necklace online like this i randomly it just came across my vision in an insta story i was like looking at it and it's like oh this is so pretty and then um, my assistant came over to my home to like take some photos and she was wearing the necklace. I was like, Oh my God, so cool. I was just looking at this necklace. I love it. And then my husband bought it for me for my anniversary and he (laughs) had like no idea. It was just like the craziest thing. That's awesome. I love that. I know he just, he was on the same. I feel like we're on the same wave. He and I, (laughs)
1: Um, Oh, but I have
0: to tell you guys what I got my husband because it's just like, it's a whole story that we're going to just get into right now. So when we went to Vegas, um, with two of my girlfriends and their husbands, Mm -hmm. um, for new year's the girl one night the girls went to britney spears and the guys went out and did their own thing and my husband was like kind of intoxicated which is funny because he's like usually like super reserved and um like the we met up with the guys after and um at like very late in the evening, like at like 2 a.m., my husband kind of like lifted his arm a little bit and I saw that he was wearing my Gucci belt. And I was like, are you wearing my belt? And it was just like this hilarious moment where everyone was dying laughing. Um, and then my two friends, my one friend is like a very talented um, singer songwriter and they um, they wrote a song about it. <laughs> And it was called like double G status. And so the first anniversary, like the official gift is supposed to be paper. So I bought my husband a Gucci belt and I made him a certificate that said official double G status. (laughs) So he got the best of both worlds. He got the Gucci belt and he got the amazing certificate for me, which I think was the best gift ever. Oh,
1: that's so funny. I love that.
0: Oh my God. We were like dying at dinner and (laughs) we had a time. So yeah, there you go. I think (laughs) I already talked about this on another episode, but I'm telling you guys again. So, okay, your turn. What is the last meltdown that you had and the last thing you manifested?
1: Well, I think the last meltdown was like when I had my weird, bad, energetic day the other day. And I just like spent my day resetting my energy, you know, like that felt really good to do that and to prioritize feeling good and not just try to push through it. I think sometimes when we don't feel good, we're like, I've got to get, it's like, you know what? Like You're in a space then you're in a space. So just be gentle with yourself and do what you have to do to get back to a good place.
0: Oh, I even like to have a list in my phone of like, things to do to make me feel good. So, because sometimes when you're like in a tizzy, you can't really like think about it. You, you're you kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know what would make me feel good. I don't have time for anything. Have a list of like five minute remedies, 10 minute remedies, hour long remedies, um, and just pick right. whatever one feels good. Okay. Yeah. I'm so excited yeah. about everything for you. You have done so many just wild and powerful things and the world just needs you and I can't wait to see more. So where can everyone find you? My
1: website is galadarling.com and I literally have 12 years of articles there and ideas of like how to get yourself out of a bad mood and how to manifest things and all that stuff. All my like, life's work and all my interests and all my passions are there. And then the place that I'm most excited about online is my Instagram. So I'm at Gala Darling and I post there all the time and it's a really like creative, uplifting, special space. So I would love for you guys listening to join me there. It's so much fun.
0: Yes. And we will link everyone to the book and all the other amazing things that we chatted about today. So you guys go check her out. She is an absolute queen and you're going to be obsessed with her like I am. So thank you so much Gala for being here and we'll definitely catch you in LA and everyone have the best day ever. Bye guys. you so much for being a chill chakra girl and tuning in to chakra girl radio don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating you can find more info on chakras and on amber lee at thechakragirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on instagram facebook and twitter at the chakra girl co amber lee loves engaging with her listeners so dm her anytime